This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Hi everyone, it's been another huge weekend of Bollywood. Three films out this weekend, including Jackie Bagnani's political drama, Youngistan, Oteri and Dishkyun, produced by Shilpa Shetty and her husband, Raj Kundra. Keep listening and you will not only hear from Bollywood stars like Bulgit Samrat and Prashant Narayan, but also sharp-tongued Anupma Chopra joins us live in the studio. And you won't want to miss her opinions on just about everything. Salil will also be here to tell us his thoughts on all the weekend film releases, as well as wrapping up the last seven days of Bollywood. Well, it'd be rude to keep a lady waiting, so let's find out what happened when we spoke to Anupma Chopra, who didn't hold back on the stars she's met throughout her time in Bollywood. Now, we're honoured and privileged. She's one of the most respected and credible critics from the Indian film industry and has reviewed films on a worldwide perspective. The Picture Show is her big, big show that is aired in India and one of the most successful shows. And she's here in London and joins us at the BBC Asian Network. It is, of course, the lovely, the gorgeous, the delectable Anupma Chopra. Hello, Anu. How are you? <laughs> that introduction. I'm like, who are they talking about? <laughs> delectable. I don't know how many film critics get to be called delectable. I love it. You're more than a film critic to us. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Now, uh, Anukma, what brings you to London? The Jameson Empire Awards, uh, which are tonight, uh, I was actually a judge on their short film contest, which is called Done in 60 Seconds. Um, and we had that event last night. And sadly, the one we chose, our Indian film, didn't make it to the top five finalists, but we had a great time. Everybody starts sort of knocking back the Jameson very early in the <laughs> evening. Oh, <laughs> so what was that about? That was like, um, you have to make a short for a 60 second of, of a famous title. It, that's it. It's a genius idea because you have to um, actually reduce, interpret, um, give your own take on a famous film, a film that is known globally um, in 60 seconds. And so the Indian um, mm. winner of the Indian sort of round uh-huh. of this um, had reinterpreted Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful film from Delhi, first time in London. So a lovely little story. You know, uh-huh. he won, he came to London for the first time in his life. Um, oh, wow. Great fun. So if there was a Bollywood movie that you would do in 60 seconds, what one would it be? For me, Shole. Sure. <laughs> I love Shirley. <laughs> now, for those people who don't know, I mean, you know, you're a film critic, uh, you're an author, you're an anchor. Um, how did all this happen for you? I mean, what was it that kind of got you involved with in this big industry? You know, I first fell in love with the film industry and then with the movies, which is kind of strange because for mm. most people, it's usually yeah. the other way mm. around. Um, I actually straight out of college didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And one of my professors said, oh, why don't you work for movie magazine just till you figure out what you want to do with my life? With my And before I knew it, the film industry had just seduced me completely and I knew this was all I ever wanted to do and that's all I've done, like, 20 years. <laughs> so, so, you, know, at, you know, at that time, in the sense of, like, you know, like, graduating, you know, academia, etc., 
wasn't that, you know, a movie magazine or, you know, the film industry, wasn't it a dirty word? It it was, it was. And um, at the time, uh, you know, film journalism especially was Mm. considered absolutely the bottom of the barrel. Uh, You didn't do it. And um, not to sound pompous, but I I was like, you know, top of my class. As they say in Hindi movies, first class first. First class. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and my mother was appalled. She's like, oh my God, Bollywood, is that what you like to do? But I just fell in love with it. And, But I decided that what I wanted to do was not talk about people's personal lives. Mm. And, Mm. you know, I wanted to talk about the movies. I wanted to talk about trends in cinema. And so I actually went to Northwestern University. I got a master's in journalism. And then I went back. And my first job was with India Today magazine. And I still remember this interview I did with Mr. Arun Puri, who's the publisher and editor. And he, he was like... You've come back from America to talk about Bollywood? (laughs) Yes, that's all I want to do. (laughs) So, you know, when you started, I mean, do do you remember kind of thinking, you know, when you you came across, say, a big director or a big star, do you remember feeling slightly scared, thinking, oh, I'm about to talk to someone this huge? Absolutely. And, and, you know, it still happens. I I get nervous because um, it's, it's, I I mean... I won't say I'm in awe of them, but I'm an admirer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a critic and a fairly fierce one at that. Uh, lots of people don't like me. But, <laughs> but, you know, all my criticism comes from a place of love. I love Hindi movies. Uh, so how do you balance that? You know, like, you know, because you've got, like, you know, we've all got lots of friends in the industry, you know, stars, directors, producers, whatever. But then you've criticised or critiqued their movie. And it's not been a very positive critic. <laughs> so do, do you get a phone call? You know, I get, um, well, let me tell you the most extreme reaction. Cool. Uh-huh. Um, Ram Gopal Varma, uh-huh. after I critiqued uh, Agyat, mm. which I did not like at all. And um, so me and Vinod, I'm married to a filmmaker, Vinod mm. Chopra. Uh, we were at a preview and uh, Ramu walked up to me. And he looked at me and I looked at him and he just screamed and ran in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> he is. At least he didn't do a, a Twitter war like he did with Karan Johar. Yeah. That is true. And Vinod said to me, what did you say? And I said, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but then uh, have you, are you friends now? Does it, can, do some people kind of carry it on or do some people kind of go, OK, we know you're just doing your job? Well, they, you know, most of them are wonderful. I have to tell you, Priyanka Chopra... Um, mm. Anjana Anjani, another movie I didn't like. And I had to interview her for Vogue magazine the same day after my review came out. Oh, my God. And I was mortified. And she just smiled and said, you didn't like it, did you? And just let it go. Uh I mean, such grace. I think that's wonderful. She has got grace, yeah. You know, that's wonderful because it is finally not personal. And, and, but, you know, some people uh, get very offended. Well, tell us about the actors you do then. Who's who's taking it personally? Well, um, I don't know if he's taken it personally, but Akshay Kumar will not come on my show. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like Rowdy Dator, and after that, the front row is off his list of shows to be on. <laughs> uh, Nick, we've got a message for you. Um, Rajesh has tweeted in saying, Wow, please tell her I'm a huge fan, and they, they, he would love to see Shamak on the front row. Wow, thank you, Rajesh. That's so sweet. Uh, do, do you have a say in what guests you have? Oh, absolutely. I decide uh, what guests we have because I script and I host it. 
It's, that's a big job, though. It isn't is it? a big mm. job, and now we have um, a Hindi show on Star Plus, which is called Star Verdict. Right. So actually, I'm doing two shows a week. It's very exciting but exhausting. So you know, when you're scripting, what do you mean? What do you have to do? The entire well, the reviews, reviews. The, uh, you know, all the reviews, and it's my voice, my language, and uh-huh. everything from the beginning. Hello and welcome. <laughs> to see you next how, Friday. But how do you manage to look so glamorous? Oh God, I mean, it, uh, it makes a village. <laughs> <laughs> We know how it works in yeah. TV there. Do, For Pablo, do you have, do you have people, a small European country to get yeah. <laughs> But does it, do you have people knocking on your door going, can you wear this, please? Can you wear that, please? Yes, yes. And, and you know, fashion is the last thing. I love beautiful clothes, mm. but it's the last thing I want to be thinking about at that, that point. Luckily, I have a great stylist, Nikhil, who handles all of it, and I try not to worry what about it. What would we do without our stylist? <laughs> indeed, <laughs> indeed. God, we sound like such divas. <laughs> a lovely one. You know, when do you get the time to watch all these movies? Do you get preview tapes or do you have to sit no, in the cinema? No tapes. No tapes at all. And increasingly, Hindi film producers are reluctant to show movies. Uh, you know, in the West, critics see movies even weeks before, before release. Yeah. And we, you know, they sign non-disclosure agreements. And, and But in India, it's usually... Wednesday night, if you're very lucky, Thursday, mm-hmm. and if it's Yashraj, Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to sit there before your show. Like, like us, we have to, we watch a movie, try and catch the movie on a Friday, and sometimes there's three. That's nine That's hours a, of our life. So what do you do? What do you do when there's so many releases? Well, you know, usually they will show some of them on a Thursday. Um, but like I said, Yashraj, you have to see Friday morning. So I try and not do more than two back-to-back because I I find that my brain just gets scrambled and mm. I need to, you know, sort of record one response before mm. I go into another. Um, but, you know, I love movies and, and my husband's always like, how do you do this? And yeah. how do you watch? Like, because some of them are appalling, you know, yeah. and it's every but you've week. But you've got to watch them. Though. <laughs> but yeah. you have to watch and you cannot leave, uh, which would be wrong. Exactly. You know? Have you ever critiqued or criticised Vindivino Chopra's movies? No, because Why it's a not? conflict of interest. Oh, uh, she's know? married to the guy. I exactly. <laughs> um, let's, let's talk a bit about your books as well. Mm. I mean, you know, writing got, a book is a huge, huge deal. I mean, it takes a lot of research. Um, how long did it take you to, like, um, the book we've got here, Freeze Frame. How long did it take you to write this? Well, you know, Freeze Frame is actually um, a sort of anthology of some of the interviews I did on my last show, mm-hmm. uh, Picture This. And um, so it's it's a collection of interviews. And I thought it would be interesting because it really captures a time and a space in Bollywood. And, and you know, it gives you a perspective of what things were like. Um, so with this one, it was more sort of culling out the mm. most interesting material. But it's still, you know, it takes about a year to put it together, get the introduction, you know, just just make it all hang together. What were, from the book and from the shows, what's been your most memorable moment? Ah, uh, <laughs> there are too many. <laughs> but I'll tell you who's my absolute favourite guest. Um, and this has been for the last, I've been interviewing him for some 17, 18 years now, Shah Rukh Khan. Of course, of course. I think he is just... Oh, spectacular. I, you know, he, whether it's for print, whether it's for television, Mm. um, he's very funny. He's self-deprecating. He's very arrogant. So it's this mixture of all these things. And he's really insightful. Um, I I love talking to him. There is a warmth to him, though, when you interview him. Absolutely. He does draw you in. Totally. And for those... 30 minutes, you think you're the most important person on the planet. Yeah. It is oh, not true. It, it's, <laughs> well, it's a nice feeling, though. It's a good feeling. You know, one thing we've known about Sharik is he's very introverted, but he just comes alive when it's about work. It is. You know, 
my personal theory is, mm. and and I put this to him as well, uh, that he really wants to make people happy. Mm. And whether it's an audience of three hundred people in a theater or it's an audience of one, I mean, literally, he is there to entertain you and to make you happy, and he gives it everything. I love talking to him. As, have you have, have you ever interviewed um, a star or uh, you know a director where uh, you've asked them something and they point blank refuse to answer it? Well, I interviewed M. Night Shyamalan once, and I oh. <laughs> and I said I talked to him about um, you know some of the more unsuccessful movies and how that impacted on the way he works, and he just gave me this look. Though he was very he was very gracious about uh-huh. it, but it was a blank look, and he said. Everything you've said is done true. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> that just throws you. You don't even know what, what to come say? back with. Exactly, exactly. You know, like there's different levels of um, personality and intellect within, you know, our movie stars and directors. You know, is there anyone that you've kind of come across and think, oh my God, I just do not like you. I'm not getting you and you're not getting me. And you think I'm going to tell you this? It was worth a try. It was worth a try. You know, Raj, I, I appreciate um, what they do. I mm. And I appreciate that they're in difficult positions. Mm. Uh, but, you know, what I really admire is, let's say, somebody like Kangana Ranoth, who was on my show recently, mm-hmm. and spoke with such honesty and frankness. And, you know, that whole filter and that whole sort of the sound bite that is politically correct, was totally out of the window. I mean, she just talked very honestly about what it takes to be an actor, how difficult it is, how easily replaceable most heroines are. Yes. You know, stuff people don't address. And actually, for Gangana, just talking about it, it has been difficult. I mean, we've all seen it from the beginning uh, up to where she is with Queen now. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Did you watch the movie, by the way? I loved it. I loved it. And I'm so happy it's doing well. Mm. You know, one success like that gives everybody the strength to make more movies that are unusual. And what? I'm so happy with that. Like Sunny Leone's Regini MMS too. Right. Are you surprised? Are, are you surprised? <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw one movie like that, another movie like that. Are you surprised about um, Rajini? It's doing so well at the box office. You know, I can't say I'm surprised. Um, it's, in terms of just cinema, in terms mm. of craft, it's really not. I mean, it's a shoddy film, let's it not is. admit it, but Indeed. nobody's going in there to look at craft. No. <laughs> So, you know, like, Zina the Man changed the face or the persona of the Hindi film in, uh, heroine in the 70s. Is this what Sunny Leone will do for Indian actresses? I don't think so. No? No, I think it's a very um, um, sort of niche thing that she does. And, and if you look at what she's done so far, even in the one she did with Pooja Bhatt... Um, yeah, just in two. Just in two. Yeah. You know, she played... A porn star. It's always her uh, playing. A porn star. Uh, and, and in this film too, she's a porn star. I, well, she's I playing herself in the movie. That's right. Yeah. Which is you a know, bit strange. Which is a bit, it's a film within a film. Yeah. You know, and, and I have to quote my favorite dialogue from the movie. So she says she's going to do research and her director <laughs> says to her, Tum porno se ritu porno kab ho. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually quite that funny. Was inspired. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's just touch on the, um, the releases. Uh, this, have you managed to catch Youngestan, Dishkia, Oteri, any of those movies? You know, I couldn't see Dishkia, but I have seen Youngestan and I did see Oteri, and let's not talk about it. Oh, simple <laughs> as that. Simple as that. You know, when growing up in Bollywood and loving Bollywood, you used to have your big Bollywood mama, and Karen Kerr is the only big Bollywood mama left after Narupa Roy. 
That's very true. Yeah, yes. Karen Kerr would have to be for me. She's oh. very funny. What do you make about Bollywood mothers? Oh, they are the institution, mm. the Bollywood mom. You know, Mother India, our biggest film ever, is 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 all about the mother. And and uh, you know, though I have to say, they're not as critical as they used it's to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even on sets, we don't see um, you know leading ladies with moms anymore. No, you know? that whole cliche of baby could juice pillow. That's very, very That's true. true. But you know, you know what? Um, I, I've kind of read somewhere that Narupa Roy, she took herself slightly too seriously, didn't she? Because in her garden, she had statues made of herself. I told you that. Uh, oh, <laughs> That's where I heard it from, which I thought was a bit strange because off screen, she's quite glamorous. She had the red saris and all the rest of it, apparently. Apparently, yes. But, you know, remember that the most famous... Hindi movie dialogue ever is Mere Paas Maa Hai. Yeah, yes. totally. Yes. So, and that was about Nirupa Roy. Do you blame her for putting statues? No. But, <laughs> I, felt, you know, but I felt really sorry for that poor woman. You know, she used to lose her kids in every single film. <laughs> you know, lose her husband, her kids, then she used to go blind, then she had to crawl on her knees, she, and then sob. Yeah, she's been through it. She really has. Um, how are you celebrating a Mothering Sunday apart from being in the UK with us? Are you a Bollywood mama? Oh, no. <laughs> No, no, I think I'll, I'll celebrate it. Since my kids aren't with me, I'll celebrate it with a trip to Hamley's. There you go and get them something. <laughs> Your kids are going to get excited now. Uh, right, we've got some questions we'd like to ask you. Um, so we're going to fire them at you and we expect you to tell us the truth. Oh okay. no, I'm afraid. So, okay, most shocking thing a celebrity has said to you? Um, well, one director, and I won't take names, mm-hmm. um, whose film I didn't review so well, uh, came up to me and said, I know you did that because I'm competition for your husband. Ooh. <laughs> That's sour grapes for him, isn't it? Now, you wrote a book on SRK. Tell us something we don't already know about him. That's a tough one. Uh, but, but. one of my uh, favourite moments in the book is where Aditya Chopra, who doesn't talk Ever. At all. Ever. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, gives me his take on Shahrukh, where he talks about how, um, you know, Shahrukh wants people to really love him, which is why he has this incredible connect with the audience. Uh, because in a way, he's sort of substituting the loss of his parents with a more expansive love, wow. the love of his audience. And I thought that was very interesting. Mm. Uh, now, you're a movie critic. If someone had to play your life in a film, which actress <laughs> or actor would it be and why? Oh, my God. I don't think anyone wants to play me. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a choice, who would it be? Um, right now, if I had to choose from the current lot, I would say Deepika. I think she is. she has evolved into an incredible actor. And um, I find that she's extremely sorted. And perhaps it's the sports background. That makes her that way. You know, very level-headed. I like her. Didn't you once say to her that she can act? You know? (laughs) (laughs) I did. I I did. We were having a conversation on the craft of acting with Deepika, Ranveer, Mr. Amitabh Bachchan and Farhan Akhtar. And I said, well, I thought you were a pretty face. And Mr. B just was like, he took off. He's very funny. He's like, what? Did you just tell her that on national TV? (laughs) So your life motto. My life motto is, um, you know, actually, I read this on the back of some cosmetic bottle. So it's not exactly um, very (laughs) profound, or at least the origins are not very profound. But it says everything in life finally boils down to one word, grace. I think we all should have grace and show grace. Good answer. Very good answer. Uh, The best film of 2013 has to be? The Lunchbox.
Yes, Irfan Khan. Brilliant movie. One of the most misinterpreted things about you. You know, just people think that the criticism comes from a personal place. It doesn't. It truly doesn't. It comes from a place of love. But I don't think... Um, and I, I understand. I'm, I'm married to a film director. I know how deeply criticism cuts. So I know what it feels like to have a movie reviewed badly. But it does not come from a personal space. It comes from love. Uh, what food can you not do without? Tofu and potatoes. <laughs> but you've got such a fantastic figure. <laughs> One minuscule bit of potatoes and tofu then. Okay, Bollywood is all about romance. You love romance. What's the most romantic thing? Someone, it doesn't have to be your husband. Ever done for you. Well, I have to tell you a story about my husband. This is when, before we were married, and uh, we were both at the premiere of DDLJ, which is one of my favorite movies. And um, I'm a big sucker for Shah Rukh spreading his arms out and <laughs> proclaiming love. Oh, <laughs> aren't we all love? That's right. So, so Vinod was sitting a few seats back from me, and when Tujhe Dekha Toye Jana Sanam started, he actually started to sing really loudly. And I think. Subhash ji, Subhash Ghai was sitting somewhere there and everybody's thought, okay, I mean, they don't think he's all there anyway. But that just sort of confirmed <laughs> their worst suspicions. He's lost the plot. <laughs> now, if you weren't an author, a film critic, uh, what would you have been? You know, I really don't know because I've never done anything else. This is all I've ever done is, is talk about movies and love movies. Are you surprised that you've been so successful? That's I, so funny. That's I, a funny question to ask. Like, I, I don't even think of myself as successful. You know, I, I don't even have ideas like that. So, God, I never think about it. No. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anu, who have you been in awe of? You know, I am in awe sometimes. Um, now, with I tell you, with um, most of the actors and directors in, in Bollywood, I think because I've done this so long, mm. I have a relationship with most people. So uh, I wouldn't say I'm in awe, but with, with Hollywood, I have, you know, it's very recent. You know, we've been only going to do interviews for the last three or four years. And I have to tell you, um, some of the directors there, some of the actors, you know, people like, I mean, I interviewed Angelina Jolie once mm -hmm. and um, I was just amazed again at how sorted, mm. despite being you know, the biggest star in the world. Um, and, I, you know, I was doing an interview with her when she was shooting The Mighty Heart in Pune. And um, I, she started to have lunch and I said, do you want me to stop? And she said, no, I'm a mom. All mothers multitask. You know? <laughs> a wonderful answer. Wonderful. wonderful yeah. answer. So I find that amazing. Do, do, do you find um, the Hollywood actors or the directors, do they get Bollywood? You know, no. I don't no. think many of them do. They've all heard they all know that Bollywood exists, that it's big, it's beautiful, it's, a, it's extremely influential. But I think Bollywood is an acquired taste. And if you don't grow up um, on these incredible movies where people start to sing at the drop of a hat, I think it's, it's difficult to get into. So I don't think many of them really get it in the way we get it, in the mm -hmm. way we love it. You know? Have you seen Hollywood and Bollywood stars interact with each other? Sure. Um, you know, when they had sort of premieres uh, a few on a few occasions for like Slumdog Millionaire. I remember way back when Shekhar Kapoor had big, big party for Elizabeth yeah. and Kate Blanchett. I mean, of course, this was many, many years ago. So, yes, I have seen them interact. And, you know, Shah Rukh and Karan were at the Golden Globes. So there is a huge awareness of Bollywood. Um, the Hollywood studios all want to be doing mm. business. and Many of them are already doing business mm. in Hollywood. But... 
I don't know that they get Hindi movies. Do you, you know, like Bollywood Hindi movies um, or the Indian film industry is worldwide. Will Indian film, the Indian film industry, especially Bollywood, take over Hollywood eventually? Do you see that you know, happening? Not really, only because there's a language issue. Mm. English is a global language, Hindi is, and so you have that barrier. But what amazes me and what I love is to see how global Bollywood is. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to Jungfrau in Switzerland, this picture of Deepika uh, selling a watch, or, uh, you know, you see women in Germany standing for Shah Rukh Khan at, you know, in the freezing cold, in that snow, and they're all going, Shah Rukh, Shah uh-huh. I, I don't know. Somehow I feel so good. It's like a personal victory. I don't know why. <laughs> no, we understand what you mean. <laughs> we do, we, we do totally, understand. totally understand. Will there ever be a Bollywood actor or actress who will be recognised in Hollywood, like, say, Sophia Loren was in her time? I think so. I think so. Um, but, you know, the thing is, for Bollywood actors, it's, you know, Hollywood can't be a side job. You have mm. to go there. You have to pursue it. I don't know how many of them are interested, you know, mm. in, in actually living in L.A. and giving auditions and, and doing that kind of thing. But Irfan Khan is already recognised. But what about Anil Kapoor? Is it, isn't he a notch up from everyone? Do, do, they, do they look at him like that? Absolutely. I, th- I mean, he's somebody, again, who's recognised. Uh, you know, they would know that name. Uh, they know Irfan um, and they but, appreciate mm. him as a wonderful actor. I mean, will Priyanka make it? And has Priyanka Chopra been forgiven by the Indian film industry for trying her luck in Hollywood? Oh, I don't think they held it against her. I, you know, I mean, look at how gorgeous she looks in the guest ads. <laughs> she <laughs> <Yeah>. does, actually. <laughs> you know, are you going to yes. say, no, that's not allowed? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, but I mean, you know, we get to travel quite a bit with our job. Um, so uh, now you're covering Hollywood as well. What is your schedule usually like? I mean, how do you manage to film your show, um, watch the movies and then travel around the world? And do you take your stylist with you? <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, be a mom. That's my yes, main job. I'm a mom. a mom. <laughs> and a wife. And a wife, yes, yes. Actually, that, that's the other joke we have, that it's I have three kids. Uh, we know this is high maintenance. <laughs> but you know what? what's happened with the show um, in over the last two years mm. is that I pretty much... Um, sort of keep all the travel to the weekend. So when, when I leave, it's like I can't leave before Friday night or Thursday you know, in, in some cases. And then you have to be back by Monday or Tuesday because you need the next week's show. So it's it's really hectic. But honestly, Saroj Khan at once said, Zada kaam ke mein kabhi complain mat karna. That's, because that's jab true. Because So I never complain. I love it. That's such words of wisdom there. Now, if you have joined us, and usually we have the three most downloaded filmy tracks at this time, we're having such a good time with the lovely Anupma Chopra. We're going to be doing that in the next hour. Uh, now, Anupma, we're going to give you... Um, we're going to play a little game. We're going to give mm-hmm. you a name of a film actor or actress and you have to reply using the one, only one word. So whatever comes into your mind or whatever you think about it, only one word. Think of it, think of it as Rajan Pablo's Bollywood therapy session. Uh, you yes. know, how An about think of it as Anupma Chopra's in even more trouble? <laughs> <laughs> so, you ready? Uh, Ram Leela. Erotic. Deepka Padukone. Gorgeous. Gunde. Great fun, masala. Priyanka Chopra. Lovely. Doom 3. Amir. Ranveer Singh. Those clothes, just flamboyance. <laughs> <laughs> Very politely put. <laughs> Dishkia. I haven't seen, so I can't come off with anything smart for that. Sholay or Sholay 3D? You know Sholay, I'm a purist. Uh, Gangana. Honest. Rika. Evergreen. Just endless and amazing. Uh, the movie Queen. Fabulous. 
Your favourite Shah Rukh Khan? Didi Aljeev. Oh, Terry. Oops. Sunny <laughs> <laughs> Leone. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Mina Kamari. Again, legend. Salman Khan. Rockstar. Rajesh Khanna. Fabulous. Crinkling eyes. Ye Jivani hai Divani. You know, this has to be more than a word. My line about Ranbir is he had me at hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amita Bachchan. Amitabh Bachchan is my ultimate rock star because my generation grew up with him. So there's no way to put him in one word. He is just a colossus. The dirty picture. Vidya was fabulous. Honey Singh. I've just interviewed Honey Singh and he changed my mind about him completely. Articulate, funny and the interview was at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> what was your original impression of him? Well, you know, you listen to some of those songs and, and this was very funny because my son is 15 year old and he loves Honey Sings music and he's singing these songs about, you know, short skirt mein bomb lagti hai. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I told Honey, I said, look, I'm really uncomfortable about mm. this as a mom. And he looked at me and on television he says, really, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he said? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> but do you think he can sing? Uh, mm. I don't know. But, you know, he's really creative. And, and I think he's extremely sorted about what he's doing. And he has a response for everything. So um, uh, he was really witty. And, and, and that I, I didn't expect. I didn't think he was going to be that funny and that articulate about his position Indeed. on many things. Well, you are very articulate with all the names. <laughs> you throw One more to throw at you, Vidivino Chopra. Ah, that is... <laughs> to sum him up in one word, um, larger than life. Oh! <laughs> good, um, good. I, I, have you ever... I mean, like, you've been in the industry for a while now. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, the stars and directors, they become more like friends now. So um, have you ever been to any of their houses where you kind of... Th that you, it looks nothing like you thought it would or you think you live like this? <laughs> no. You know, I'll tell you, I try not to... Socialize, And I don't have mm. to try too hard because Vinod and I are really just hermits. We prefer mm. to stay at home because I think it's really uncomfortable if you're partying and if you're dining with people and then on Friday saying, but that's such an awful movie. Mm. Um, so I, I honestly, we just don't socialize very much and we don't have any friends within the film industry. So um, which serves me well. Which is so, good. so if you get invited, you, you politely turn it down. I try to, mostly. Mostly. Uh, would you ever... Uh, I don't get invited too often. Uh, 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 moment. Please invite her. Please invite her now. Uh, Anu, would you ever write or direct your own movie? No. Uh, you know, I do not have the courage and I don't have the talent. So I won't. Well, we'd certainly think after reading your book. <laughs> Freeze Frame, it's out now. It's by Anupma Chopra. And there's a foreword by Karan Johar of all people. Um, we've, got, we've got some messages for you. Um, somebody, you haven't given us uh, your name, but you'd like to know who's the most difficult person you've interviewed? You know, I wouldn't call him difficult, but I'd say the most interesting in many ways, um, because he's so unpredictable, is Salman Khan. You just never know what he's going to do. Um, in one interview, he stopped in the middle of it and he started to say to my producer, Aap green tea ki aisi baat karta <laughs> <laughs> like, Salman, it, we're it, recording. It, it wasn't going out live, was it? <laughs> no, thankfully not. Yeah. <laughs> but, so he's, he's just, you never know what he will do or what he will say. And I love that. Uh, Zakia Ali has uh, messaged and said, Anupma, you're looking gorgeous as always. Keep up the hard work. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. 
So a message to all your fans out, out there. Keep watching Bollywood. We're all in this together. May our tribe increase. Indeed, indeed. Good words. And Arupa, finally, um, what one big thing are you looking forward to in the industry? You mean in terms of movies? Yeah. Wow. God, there's so many good ones to look forward to. Um, but one that I'm really looking forward to is Anurag Kashyap's Bombay Velvet. Wow. Absolutely, actually. Right. This seems very yes, interesting. Indeed. Can we just say a big thank you for joining us in the studio? It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. having me. Well, like us, she really has met everyone. Now let's hear what Indian actor and model Bulkit Samrat had to say about his film, Oteri. Bulkit, welcome to the Rajan Pablo show. I'm afraid Pablo's not with us today, so you've just got one half of the double trouble. How are you? Oh, No, I've been missing, but yeah, I'm very excited to talk to you. I'm really excited to talk to uh, all your listeners. So tell us about Oteri and your role. Uh, Oteri is about these uh, two journalists. Uh, basically, so I'm playing a journalist called PP, which stands for Pranta Pratap, that's an Indian name. And uh, then uh, Bilal, who's in, uh, this is his debut, and he's playing the journalist called uh, AIDS, Anand Ishwaram Devdutt Subramaniam. <laughs> so I fondly call him AIDS. And it's quite peculiar. Uh, and, uh, we do very strange uh, stories. Yeah, We do stories like, uh, you know, uh, a ginger which has taken the form of uh, Lord Ganesha and is drinking milk. So that's a breaking news for us. Or, uh, you know, um, we, we show some street magicians sometime and we say that this is a guy who can actually fly. So this is Kudrat uh, Karishma. It's a miracle of God. So we do uh, stories like this. We try to sensationalize a story, hoping that we actually become famous through them. Um, but that doesn't, obviously doesn't happen. And how we get into a scam to get, uh, you know, uh, to uncover it and uh, all the comedy of errors happen and how unknowingly we happen to uncover uh, the biggest scam the country has ever seen, and we turn out to be heroes. So, Pulke, have you based this on any journalist that you know? Uh, um, not particularly anybody, but uh, me and Bilal, we both went to Delhi uh, because the, the story is based in Delhi. It's about uh, the politics that is happening in the country, the scams and the corruption. So we had to go to Delhi, and we went to these uh, news channels over there. They were kind enough to let us in, and uh, we actually... Uh, spent the entire day with all the reporters over there, understood their psyche, the way they work, and, uh, you know, what kind of work they do, what kind of research they do. Uh, even the radio jockeys, for that matter of fact, yeah, I think everybody in media, uh, they are very responsible and they're very committed with their words. Once you say something, you cannot just take it back. So whatever you say, you weigh it way before you say it. And uh, that, uh, that takes a lot of work, yeah. It, it's a lot of work behind the scenes. And uh, we actually saw that. So 24-7 job this is, yeah. You you guys don't, uh, you know, you guys are never off your duty, even when you're partying, even when you're, you know, on a holiday. I don't think it happens ever. Uh, just correct me if I'm wrong on this, yeah. You guys are all the time working. Uh, we always work, but we are very discreet as well. <laughs> no, that's true. But uh, I think, I think yeah, media has a lot of power and that is what we're talking about in this film. Where you know, media and the journalists, they, don't, they do not get arms and ammunition to fight the system or find the corruption or fight the wrong. They get courage to fight these things. And uh, that is what we speak about. Were you nervous playing a journalist in case, you know, when the film comes out, you offend some journalists? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> we, we are actually showing uh, uh, these, these characters as journalists. They grow from being, uh, you know, the shades of uh, funny to the shades of what actually journalism is all about. We, that is why I'm saying that, you know, by the end, these guys are heroes when they actually uh, realize 
that uh, this is not about uh, this is uh, not about uh, only sensationalizing news. It's a responsibility that we have on our hands. And, uh, you know, it's a satire. So we are made fun of a lot of things. We are made fun of ourselves. We are made fools of ourselves. Uh, just to prove uh, that uh, this is not an easy job and just to uh, prove a point to people that uh, as people, as common men, uh, we have the power to actually upset the system. Now, we believe that you're engaged to a journalist, Shraddha Rohira. What does she think about this? Her name is Shraddha. Shraddha. Uh, uh, I feel I'm married only to her, yeah. <laughs> what was, uh, it's, uh, you know, or uh, maybe, uh, you know, engaged or uh, planning to get married. That these are, these are stuff. You know, things just keep coming to me. But, uh, yeah, I'm really, really lucky to have her in my life because uh, it kind of, uh, I've seen her working behind the scenes, how she used to do research. She used to write uh, freelancing before this. I actually took some tips from her. Actually, the kind of nervousness that is there in the character that I've uh, made, uh, that nervousness I've actually picked up from her. And what did she make of your role? And what did she make of the film? Has she seen it yet? <laughs> she's seen it, yeah. She's seen it. And? Uh, she, she's fallen in love with me even more. Now, she's Raki's sister to Salman Khan. Now, Atal Agni Hotri has True. produced the film. What was it like work, yeah. working under this big, massive family banner? It uh, it was, I think, the best experience ever. Um, because it's family, so we were never working, actually. On the set, we were just having fun, spending time with the family. And in the meantime, we were rolling the camera to shoot whatever we had to shoot as well. So we just had a blast all the time shooting over there. Uh, we were over pampered. We were over showered with love. And, uh, you know, we were, we were treated as if we are those spoiled stars. You know, the, the tree. so from now on, wherever we go, I think uh, all the producers are going to have a tough time. Yeah, because I think we're going to expect the same kind of love from them. And uh, they're going to say, oh, my God, what tantrums these two guys come <laughs> And Sal- Salman Khan, I mean, he is a legend. Were you in awe of right. him at all? Obviously, uh, Salman Bhai has actually, uh, you know, he's really kind. The movie actually started because of him, because uh, uh, I got the script. The director came to me with the script, and I kind of liked it. And uh, then I took it to Salman Bhai, and he also liked the script. And uh, then he asked me to give it, give an oration to Atul Bhai. And that is how everything came into place and we started shooting the film. So we were really excited that, you know, uh, we know that he doesn't do anything if he doesn't believe in it. So we were really happy that he believes in the script and he believes in the film as well. And he's really happy with the outcome. Uh, because that was one thing we were really nervous about that, you know, because he had so much faith in us. So the film, uh, you know, he should be happy with the film when it comes out. And he's quite happy. So we are very, very happy about that. And, you know, Bilal, your co-star, Bilal Amroy, he hails from a very prestigious family, Kamal Amroy's grandson. Did you know him beforehand? I didn't know him beforehand, but, uh, yeah, belongs to a very respected family, a very filmy, uh, very nice filmy and very respected filmy background. Um, uh, so he has that in his genes. Yeah. He has it in his blood. He has sons running in his blood. So as soon as we met... Uh, I think for both of us, this is what our passion is. This is what we've always thought about as we grew up. Uh, so uh, we, we just clicked at the first moment. We actually became brothers before we started shooting. So uh, we kind of found a co-star in our brothers. And, you know, um, Fukri was an amazing success. Um, how, have, mm-hmm. how did things change for you? What what was your reaction? They definitely changed, yeah. We were really uh, happy that you know, Fukri got the kind of response that it got. Um, being anywhere, uh, you know, it was in fact it released after it got down from the theaters 
on public demand. So uh, we were really happy about that response. And obviously, after that, life has changed uh, quite a bit. It's been uh, nicer. There are bigger projects coming my way. There are bigger names coming my way. So I'm really excited. People now believe in me that he can actually pull off these kind of roles and he's good at his work. So once you show people what you can do, uh, they, they, I think they just follow the crowd. Also, I want to ask, you know, Jeho and then Oteri, now Oteri, you've also got Bangistan and signed Dolly right. Ki Dolly. Tell us yeah, about this project. Uh, you, you've done a lot of research. That's what I'm talking about. It's hell of a work here yeah, to do so much research on things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm do- great, yeah. looking forward to all my future projects. I'm very uh, excited about working with Sonam next because I'm kind of romancing her in the film. I really like her. I love her smile. So, I don't know. I'm kind of going to control my emotions when I see her. Uh, secondly, when I get on to Bangistan, it's a very nice satirical and I'm personally a very big fan of satires. Oti is also a satire. It's a funny take on how the system is corrupted. So uh, I'm excited about the kind of films I've chosen. Yeah. Actually, these are the scripts that have chosen me. Not It's not the other way around. And Phuket, what's it like being a sex symbol? Being a sex symbol? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, till now, I don't think I, I have uh, been, uh, you know... Um, uh, given the title of a sex symbol, but if it if it's uh, there, I think I'll be really happy. I'll take uh, the sex part really uh, seriously in it. Well, if you need any tips, Rajan Pablo are here to advise you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Until then, as you are not the only two with me in the room. <laughs> Very well said. Well, get all the best with the movie, and thank you so much thank for being so on the Rajan Pablo show. Always a pleasure speaking to you. That is why I keep choosing good films so that you keep interviewing me and I get a chance to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Thanks thank- a lot. Now, we are really spoiling you this week as we also caught up with Prashant Narayan, the lead villain from the film Dishkia. Prashant, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show again. Good to speak to you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm afraid Pablo... It's to be again here. Oh, thank you. I'm afraid Pablo's yeah. in India. You're part of the town, so it's just me. And he's very, very gutted that he's not speaking to you. <laughs> I hope to meet him here, you know, if he's around here, because our movie's meeting tomorrow. Exactly. And, no, uh, yeah. He will be in Bombay, hopefully. Now, you play the big bad villain, Mota Tony in Dishkia. Tell us more about him and your role. Uh, Mota Tony is uh, one uh, phenomenal character in this film, which uh, the director, Sanamji Talwar, has fisherized, uh, 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 has something like Lord Krishna in the Mahabharata. So he's like a very omnipresent character and it's unlike uh, anything else that I've played because it's uh, an extremely uh, positively entertaining role this time, not like a very negatively entertaining part. And um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's got a whole lot of shades and you'll really enjoy watching Motor Touring. Yeah. Now, this is Shilpa Shetty and Raj Kundra's production. Um, how did you get the role? How did they approach you? In fact, uh, when Sanam uh, wanted to start the movie, he, he had wanted to uh, do it as a short film. You know? So he had come to me to play, a, play Vicky Karthus, you know, which, was, uh, the, which is a role which Harman has finally played in the film. So I read the short film and I said that, you know, Sanam, this is like a phenomenal written thing. You know, I think you should just work on it being made as a full-fledged feature film, you know. And uh, he kind of thankfully got the point, which I wanted to get across. And he like really slogged on it for another two years. He worked on it and then it has come out as uh, Dishkia. Did you want want to do the Harman role? Uh, Of 
course, it's a phenomenal written role. And uh, but then it was a short film, and it had so many important characters that he had woven just within that 20-minute film format. That I, I was like really, I was like, I, I told him that you know, Sanam, it's all going to be a waste if you make it like a 20-minute film. You should, you know, you should do kind of just slog it a little bit more, and you know, kind of do something about making other feature film, you know. So uh, yeah, I mean, Sanam was really beautiful, you know. So is this is Dishki an all-in-out entertainer? Uh, it's a gangster flick, and uh, it's a musical. Uh, it's an extremely emotional film. So uh, there are so many uh, uh, very uh, raw and very uh, uh, very spontaneous things happening in the movie. You know, I guess that that's what uh, one has to justify. You know, the title Dishkiao, You know, which is like tuck. It just immediately happens. You know, something so it's magic all over in the film. You know, yeah. And so last time we spoke, Murder 2, and we loved your portrayal, and you won an award for that as well. Yeah, so what yeah. did that change your life? <laughs> no, I think I've become a better musician, I guess, you know, now. <laughs> uh, so if you watch this now, you know, you might uh, just see one of the songs that I've made in this film. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to actually people knowing me as a... A more musical person also than just, an, just as an actor, you know. Now, this is, um, everybody's saying this is Harman's comeback film. What was it like yeah. working with Harman Baveja? Uh, uh, in fact, uh, for me, I've seen a couple of uh, his movies earlier and uh, even when I was shooting with him because uh, uh, Harman has this entirely uh, very different relationship with me in the film and we have, I think, as a combination, shot the most in the film. And it was amazing to see this guy... Uh, uh, transformation that occurred during the movie, you know, and uh, he has really, really uh, not just, uh, I mean, uh, I don't, I'm not too much into these bodybuilding types, you know, uh, but then uh, I know uh, the kind of emotional things that you've done in the film and the way that he has performed in those emotional sequences, you know, uh, he's like really done uh, something really different from whatever he's done till now. Now, you mentioned bodybuilding. That's a form of exercise. Now, we hear you're a state badminton champion. Yeah. <laughs> how did that yeah. come about? Is that how you unwind? Is that your other passion? Yeah, I, uh, I was in Delhi at that time and I couldn't get into a cricket coaching camp because the balls were coming to me too fast. You know, I was too scared after some time with a cricket bat in my hand. Though I used to play very well, so... From there, I got like, I left and went into some other badminton coaching camp, which came up, and you know. So from there, I just kept playing, and then I was, uh, in like, some two, three years, I was playing for Delhi State, you know, so, uh, <laughs> but I was not still into bodybuilding then also. I was more into strategies and more into other things. Acting is what you're known for, but badminton, would you ever think of representing India at the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, Raj, you know, if I like really become like really, really uh, mind-blowingly rich and sometimes, you know, I really want to do something about it, you know. I really don't want, don't mind putting in whatever monies, you know, I have made or whatever I'm going to make, you know, into doing something like this, you know, which is like such a passionate thing for me. And I, I, I keep uh, teaching uh, some of the people in my locality, you know, just to, just walking around, just playing with them, you know. I do these things all the time. But I would really like to do something. I would really love it. You know, last time we spoke, last time we spoke, because like, you know, you're very passionate about writing as well. And would you ever produce or direct your own movie? Yes, I'm right now uh, directing a film called, uh, it's a musical which I'm making. uh, I'm directing, I'm writing and directing a film called A Sentimental Instrumental. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. (laughs) Wonderful title, Sentimental Instrumental. Tell us about it. 
Yeah, it's, it's basically about uh, this filmmaker who's kind of, uh, who's been wanting to make this film since a long time. And he like really messes up in life and he becomes a drug dealer. And uh, and what all kind of uh, really horrible things are happening with him. You know, and uh, I'm kind of uh, recomposing uh, or decomposing a lot of uh, Mirza Ghalib in this uh, film, wow. apart from having my own original tracks. Uh-huh. So it's something which I'm like, what I'm doing is I'm trying to find a film and, uh, you know, kind of whatever I'm shooting with. There's a lot of buzz about the other movies that you're making, especially D Saturday Night. How's that going? Um, uh, well, I mean, uh, it, uh, we got a the, the good reaction uh, to it. And uh, in fact, the timing of the movie release, I don't think was very right because, mm. you know, we had lots of very big, big movies uh, coming in at that time. So, but then it has done a lot in small centers and all that where, you know, uh, we have got away making the money with the producer ad for this, so I'm pretty happy about it. Now, on the Rajan Pablo show, uh, we're better than Karan Jahar. We have our own rapid fire. So I'm going to quickly take you through that. Just some rapid yeah. fire questions, whatever comes to your head. Okay, Prashant, badminton or acting? What's your love? Acting. Favourite colour? Red. What's the one thing that you're really bad at? Being polite with people whom I don't like. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, Deepika Padukone or Kangana Ranaut? Deepika Padukone. And for marriage, Deepika Padukone or Kangana Ranaut? Deepika Padukone. <laughs> for an affair, Deepika Padukone or Kangana Ranaut? Ah, uh, Kangana Ranaut. <laughs> good, we got that one. <laughs> pizza, sabji or dal? Um, pizza. Pizza. And your one line as a villain that will scare everyone. Prashant. Prashant, as always, a pleasure. All the best with the movies and regards from Pablo as well. Take care. Thank you so much, Dad. Thank you so much. So you've heard from the stars themselves. Now let's hear from the People's Reviewer, Salil Acharya, and how he rates the films Oteri and Youngestan. Uh, Salil, how are you? Hello. Actually, it's been, you know, such a hectic two weekends. Mm-hmm. We three releases this week, three releases last week, and all six are doing very badly. <laughs> <laughs> you happy about that? But before we go on to that, you've been busy filming yourself. Yes, actually, yeah. I've also been doing a bit of a film that'll be out in September. So when that does come out, I hope... We can review my film. Indeed. Me. <laughs> Trust me, we'll be watching it very closely. Yeah, what, film, what, film, what film is it? Who else is in it? Uh, it's an action horror film, so it'll be the first of its kind. So, uh, like I said, there's going to be something new, hopefully. But there's, it's nothing like Sunny Leone. We don't have any chicks in the film. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask that. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. Uh, now, Salil, let's talk about um, the releases. India only releases. Let's start off with Oteri. Have you watched the movie? Yes, I have, and uh, my God, uh, horrified is the word that I had to use for the film. Really? Okay, so let's talk about the movie. This movie tried to cash in on uh, a bit of politics, what happened with the CWG or the Commonwealth Games a few years ago, where all the uh, corruption came out with, you know, the ministers and the, the tapes that followed thereafter, and you know, what all goes on behind the scenes, and how two young reporters out to find the story of their life try to find the right scam. So in a sense, it seemed like a right film, and Kulkit Samrat after Fukre seemed to have found a bit of a foothold in the industry. Salman Khan, of course, uh, really promoting this movie because Kulkit very close to the family. 
uh, I hear that he is engaged to Arpita Kapoor, which is who is Salman's sister. You know, so uh, I obviously felt that this was like a family film, and there was Bilal Amrohi being launched, but there was no chemistry between the two actors. Bilal in his first film, very very bad as far as uh, performance is concerned. You know, it, there's no point in just making a bit of a body and getting the makeup right. You know, you still have to learn to act a little bit. Uh, I think the film was very badly directed. It was very tacky in portions. The humor wasn't funny. Salman Khan, uh, you know, doing silly humor is funny because it's Salman Khan doing it. You can't have somebody new trying to replicate Salman Khan just because they built a body like Salman Khan and then try to do it. So I think the story itself just meandered along. And Mandira Bedi in this film as well. Sarah Jane Dias also. I don't know what they were doing in this film, actually, but possibly got a bit of a, a nice pay deal. But otherwise, uh, really nothing to write home about. And Anupam Kher, who seems to be appearing every second film these days, he, of course, plays the big minister. Uh, but uh, really, really nothing to write home about. Even Salman's uh, supposed girlfriend, mm. Zulia Van Poole's song, perhaps the only highlight of the film where she looks a lot like Kylie Minogue. That's the reason only why I like uh, the song. Salil, that's so funny you should say Kylie um, Minogue because uh, she's been in the studios today. And um, just off it, we had a bit of a, a chit-chat with her mm-hmm. about Chiggy Wiggy. But going back to this movie, I mean, I'm glad you thought there was something positive about it. Um, is it is it worth going to the cinema or is, is it kind of like... Absolutely a do- not. Not even DVD, not even home video. Oh, my God. The only God. thing worth doing is watching the music videos. I, I, I don't even want to tell you. I, I'm only giving one star to this film. Because I don't want to give zero, because I'll have Salman's fans killing me. Secondly, Lulia Vantour is still quite hot. And there are two or three nice songs in the film, and that's the only reason why I would recommend just listening to this movie, not even come close to watching it. Uh-oh. Well, that's one done. Two more to go. Youngest Than is the next release. Jackie Bagnani, does he hit the mark finally? And should he really be playing a prime minister or a politician, which is what I think he's doing in this movie? Yes, he is. You know, So uh, he actually emulates... A little bit of Rahul Gandhi in this film. So he plays this young chap who's living his life in Tokyo, you know, with his girlfriend. And uh, his father is a prime minister of this country and then passes away. So then obviously he has to take over the mantle so as to say, as, as happens in Indian politics. Now, three good things about this film. Now, Jackie Bhagnani, whenever he's trying to be like a hero, like in Rangrez and all, you know, the audience has not really accepted him at all. Because I don't think he looks like that. But this film is so pretty well. To be calm, he's not over the top in the film. That's how the prime minister of a country would normally be. Uh, secondly, he's got a very interesting girl cast opposite him, Nashama, who I think is extremely cute and uh, hasn't got a due as an actress, and she's not a bad actress. Thirdly, this is right around the corner for the elections in this country. Mm. There was a little bit of uh, you know interest being generated. Now, it's got a bit of a South Indian film feel. I say that, I don't mean the action. I mean, in most South films, the heroes are very subdued and the heroines are all screaming and shouting all around them. You know, she's always over hyper, uh, you know, trying to attract more attention. In that way, it tries to appeal to the masses. And of course, it has a wonderfully sublime performance. And obviously, the very last performance that we've seen of the great Farooq Sheikh Sahab, uh, who plays his uncle in the film and his advisor. So I think a few things that are going well for this film, by far Jackie's best performance. Uh, Not taking away from that. Uh, he's not a great actor. He still is uh, some way away from reaching, uh, you know, uh, the audience coming to the theatre to watch him act. But uh, Salim Suleiman's music also not too bad. I would say this film itself 
if you watch it, it's not too bad the first half, yeah. And the second half also builds up, you know, where he takes over the the, the political reins, and it's okay. It's not too bad. It's the best of the lot you know, on this weekend. Is it as good as Rajneeti and Ranbir and is his performance as good as Ranbir Kapoor's? No, 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 no. This deals more with uh, with a man's uh, journey of li- living in with his girlfriend and how it's. Uh, you know, a prime minister uh, trying to keep his private life under wraps or saying that my private life is very different. Very much like a Hollywood mold. Uh, it's trying to, you know, find a new genre. It just got stuck in the middle somewhere. Rajneeti and all are dealing with hardcore politics. This isn't dealing with hardcore politics, even though they try to take a few political inferences. But this is more about the man himself, like what the prime minister would be doing, rather than, you know, uh, an issue-based film. So uh, this is completely in a different genre. You won't find great performances in the film, except for Farooq Sheikh Saab, but it's still light and not too bad to watch if you're looking for something new in the, this weekend. And uh, what would you give it out of five then? I'll give two and a half stars out of five, and uh, this definitely is the best film of the lot that uh, Jackie's done in his career. Uh, Salil, stay right there. We're going to get some music from Youngestan and then come back and just talk about the buzz of Dishkia. Suno na sang कुछ भी नहीं है आगे तुम्हारे आज से दिल पे मेरे राज तुम्हारा ताज Sunona do jahano ke ye nazare 
from another one of this week's India only releases Jackie Bignani's Youngest Than and Salila Charya give it two and a half out of five in his review said it was the best of the bunch this week uh, he's already told us about all Diddy let's find out what the buzz is about Dishkia uh, Salil uh, Shaw Pachetti and her husband Raj Kundra they've kind of become producers now and they've given us Dishkia which uh, sees the comeback of Harman Baveja there's also Sunny Deol what do you make of it? Well, the first time when you think about the combination, doesn't sound a bit odd to you, Sunny Deol and Harman Baveja. Yes, I know that, you know, uh, comeback in the Bollywood industry, I don't know how many comebacks Harman's tried to make. Just because when you get a new hacker and body, doesn't really make a bit of a comeback. So I think, you know, uh, completely washed out of the box office. Oh, dear. Uh, oh. They, they wanted to make it a very nice action thriller to get him back into the action because Harman, uh, I think, has been struggling to find form oh. in the industry. And now that, you know, his... I'll tell you basically what the connection is. Shilpa Shetty wanted to make a film with Bipasha Basu about two years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, that didn't quite work out. They're trying to revive that action thriller. Now, as we all know, that Harman and Bipasha are going very strong together. Yeah. And that's the reason why, with Bipasha being very good friends with Shilpa, they got Raj Kundra to produce this film for Harman Baveja, who himself uh, can produce the film because his father is Harry Baveja. And so that's why this little combination has come across, wherein Harry Baveja and Raj Kundra started co-producing films together. So you will actually see Harman, Shilpa, and uh, Bipasha Basu coming together in a number of films, I think, as producers or actors in, in the future. But this one's a complete washout, something that, you know, even the North audiences, they try to get Sunny Deol and, mm. you know, his power in Canada, in America, and all that, but it's not really working. I think Sunny Paji has lost, uh, you know, his power at the box office, and it only works ooh, with the entire ooh. family. Are you sure they just got the surname wrong? They really wanted Sunny Leone? Uh, I really, dude, I think everybody <laughs> wants Sunny Leone now. You, I, I can't even tell you, Grace, the film's almost going to make 50 crores. Can you imagine Sunny Leone's film about to make 50 crores? Today they're talking about her, Vidya Balan, Deepika Padukone in the same breath, and Kangana. Can you imagine Sunny Leone, an A-grade heroine now, who's charging almost 3.5 crores a film. It's unbelievable. Well, we'll come back and um, talk about the box office in just a bit, but I want to come back to Dishkian because mm. um, I, when I was in India, I, I noticed Shilpa was doing a lot of press where she was saying that this is Harman's, actually this is his real first film. The other films don't count. You know, I know they, all, they want to do all that and, you know, they try to use their star power to try and bring the audiences in. See, in a press conference, if you just had Harman Baveja, you probably won't have too many people in, which is why Shilpa's actually done a, an item song for the movie as well. But I don't think that's enough anymore. You know, the audiences want, uh, you know, a Kangana's film. Even when they wanted to see a Sunny Leone film, if Sunny Leone hadn't provided, you know, the sexual content in the movie, even though which she's very unhappy about, do you think the film would have made 40 crores? No. So why would I want to see a Harman Baveja film? What is there for me to offer? I don't care about his six-packs. And that's the reason why people are not concentrating on the story. A lot of these A-listers think that the look is very important. There was a time when Sanjay Gupta used to make films like this, like Musafir and Kante. That was a different leap. It's not just about the look of the film anymore. The story needs to be concentrated upon. Why, you know, why hasn't Shilpa Shetty cast herself into this movie as well? I mean, she's famous. She's a big name. She's an actor. You know, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a good question. But I think Shilpa wants to relaunch her solo career. And that's why I said, I think they're working on her and Dipasha's film very soon. And uh, if you notice, Shilpa Shetty as a solo actress hasn't really tasted success yeah, as, a, as a heroine. It's been a really long time. So, it, you know, whether to see her as 
you know, just a little player in the game. I don't know whether she, she sees herself as that. She's got an IPL team now. She's producing. So she's become more of a businesswoman. It's like Preeti Zinta trying very hard to make a comeback and it fell very flat. So mm. I think they're, they're being smarter about it. I think Shilpa as a businesswoman and an entrepreneur is a far better uh, game for her. Uh, let's talk about um, the actress that everyone is saying is at the top of her game. Of course, Gangana, how's Queen doing um, at the box office? Oh, it's going from strength to strength, more than 50 crores. Uh, the only only two films, even this week, it will be dominated in its fourth weekend by Queen as well as Lagani MMS2. I think Kangana is going to be in the best phase of her life. She's replacing a lot of actresses in a lot of films. She's got Revolver, Revolver Rani coming up. So I think now is the time for Kangana to really uh, sort of cash in on all the criticism that people give on the way she spoke and the way she looked and the way she acted at times. I think this is it for her. She's proved it that she can pull a film on her own and it's no mean feat. There's only one other woman who's done it before this and that's Vidya Balan. So she's an exalted company now. Wonderful, wonderful. We're really happy for her. Uh, Salil, thank you very, very much. We'll catch up with you. Well, actually, we're going to be speaking to you tomorrow. Tomorrow, actually. Uh, So we hope you've got some great gossip for us. I will break the Sunny Leone phenomenon to you tomorrow. So oh, my God. I can't, can't wait. wait for that. Uh, Salil, thank you very, very much. Salil Ajaria, they're giving us the lowdown on the India-only releases, Youngestan, Oteri, and Dishkia. Now, if you want to keep up to date with all things Filmy, of course, you can catch Salil on his Twitter handle, at Salil Ajaria. Miss Malini is off this weekend, but fear not. Salil is here to give you your weekly feast of Bollywood news from the past week. Now, you touched on this yesterday. Sunny Leone, the phenomenon yesterday. We've been dying to know more. Bill. Okay, so I'll tell you this. This is unheard of. It's probably hypocritical of our society. And I want to go back to a discussion that I had with you about Grand Musti. Remember when I was telling you that it probably will make a lot of money, but this is not the kind of film, films and cinema that we should be seeing. Well, what Sunny Leone has done in Ragini MMS 2, and that continues to win at the box office, just goes to show that this is a lady who is a, a bona fide adult film star, who our industry, and I mean not the people, but our industry did not want to touch. So who actually ends up taking them is Mahesh Bhatt. He's the only one who will take the risk, so as to say. He brings her in, people just... You know, foo far her. They say, oh, you know, big deal. It's not a big deal. She's just another actress. And then suddenly she comes up and she makes a little bit of money. But then the jackpot came and she wasn't there. Now, we are in an industry dominated by the heroes where there was just one Vidya Balan. And in the last day, we had Aditika Padukone. Even Karina has lost her sort of uh, hold at the box office. And now this girl comes on. This film wasn't expected to do well. Nobody cared about it. Sunny Leone herself has had so many arguments with Ekta Kapoor. As you know, Ekta and she had huge fights. They wanted to make this a horror film, but it hasn't become a horror film. It was a sex horror film, but basically sex horror film. And now Sunny Leone is a heroine that is going to be able to make a solo film, make about 50 crores, and that to Indians is huge. Wow. I know people who have walked into theatres knowing everything about Sunny Leone. Now they know that, you know, what her history is like. They know who Daniel is. They know where Sunny Leone is traveling. They will follow Sunny Leone on Twitter. This isn't even... So this is just reserved for the top echelon of stars. She's as big as Shah Rukh Khan and all. She's the most downloaded Bollywood actor, including Salman Khan, and most searched actor in on Google by people all across the world. So wow. she has transcended. She has transcended any barriers that could have happened for, with her being an adult film star. And now she's written into a contract. Might I add, first of all, no bikini shots. 
Oh. Two, no intimate scenes. Three, she will decide if the scene is required in the film or not, and not the producer and not the director. And four, her manager is now Daniel Weber, who already was a Daniel. Yeah, yes. He will also be sitting on, on the film and will decide if it's okay and if it's gone accordingly. Even, even Shah Rukh Khan, once he's on set, listens to the director. This is going to be a first in the Indian film industry. And to top it off, she's getting almost half a million dollars a film. Wow. Wow, that is star power, I'm telling you. I have to ask you one thing. Has she, now, has she become a respected actress? I mean, are people still shunning her? Will she star no. in a film opposite Sia Shah Rukh Khan, a bona fide no, Bollywood no, movie? No. Look, there, there, there are two things. That's not going to happen. That's, not, that's probably not going to happen. See, we, we're not saying that she's become a great actress. But I still say that Katrina Kaif hasn't become a great actress. It took her so many years to get out of Salman Khan's shadow, but that's not the point. I think the stigma of her being an adult film star will not go. But that doesn't take uh, away from anything in, 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 in India and the world. People want controversies. Kim Kardashian is such a big famous star. And, you know, and everyone knows how she became so famous. So I think this is the crossover star that's seeing that wherein controversy made them big. And mm. they use that controversy really well to become superstars. And that's what she's done. She probably would have a very long running career. But that's not the point. She's done what nobody else was able to do. And now what this is going to happen. I've had actresses come and tell me, oh, God, now what are they going to ask us to do? That's probably now the, the next level that's going to happen. So many new foreigners are going to come. See, now Katrina succeeding, Sunny Leone succeeding. Now this is an open market. Now we're going to see another Hollywood in India where not just Indian actresses, but people from all over the world who can speak a little bit of Hindi and have a little bit of Indian origin are now going to come and say they will take over Bollywood and it's going to be okay because the audiences are saying it's okay. But what about our homegrown Desi talent? <laughs> the Desi talent is crying because in India, see, I'll tell you something, sadly, India still talks like this. If it's Firangi, if it's Videsi, it has a little bit of sparkle more. You know how it is. So sadly, a lot of Indian actresses will have to work extra harder. I guess you now see women. I think the next level is now women with six packs, you know, so they have to come up with something new. <laughs> I don't know, man, because they can't show anything more. Now suddenly they taking all everything else away. So I think that's the new bit. Uh, Salil, now, um, which two ladies are having issues at the moment? Oh, you will not believe this. Nargis Fakhri and Ileana de Cruz. Oh, you know, and, and you won't believe it. In Mehtera Hero, Ileana de Cruz apparently has the biggest attitude problem in the industry. You wouldn't believe that when you looked at her. Yeah, You wouldn't say the Barfi girl, you know, the Fata Posa Nikla Hero girl. She, she's so sweet. But apparently she comes with this baggage of saying, look, I'm already a big superstar. So Varun Dhawan, because it's obviously, you know, his father's the director. So David G said, listen, you need to sort this out between the two of them. I'm not going to be involved. And along with Varun, Rohit Dhawan was also the first AD. So the boys both got together and Varun had to go out of his way to make Nargis Fakhri and Ileana de Cruz get friendly. And they're still not friendly. So it's still a very, very icy relationship that is being talked about a lot. And anyway, Nargis Fakhri is very, she's a very chilled out girl. As Varun mm. says, she's one of the boys. And so, you know, she doesn't mind saying a lot of things. So she lost a film or two. So Ileana is the other one who says, look, I'm the senior actress. You haven't improved your acting chops yet. You're mm. a top film heroine. So don't come and think, think that you can come and talk to me. So even things like whose van is bigger, oh, who gets no. a higher paid makeup artist, all those things happen. <laughs> who's, shot, who's shot is longer. It's yes. a bit like me and Pablo, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit and like me and Pablo. See, if you if you've noticed in the promotion, Varun is cozying up to Nargis Fakhri a lot more mm. than Ileana. And she's not very happy about it. If you see the photographs also closely, you'll see the chemistry a lot more. Uh, now, has someone um, got a new big fat paycheck? 
You know, I, I want to cry on this. Okay, now, now, now listen to this. Mm. One lakh rupees is what Aditya Roy Kapoor got for Ashiki 2. One lakh rupees, that's 1,500 USD. Guess how much his new paycheck is. Go on, tell us. It's a million dollars. Wow. Of course, is what he's charging. He went from 1,500 US to a million USD. Fox Studio has confirmed to me that he turned down nine crores for a film. He's taken six and a half crore for his next film. Now that is called appreciation. We need to make an ASCII three or three of us together. <laughs> You're telling me. I was part of ASCII too. Nobody's given me any such figures, man. <laughs> I haven't got any such figures. Now, villains. Who was the first choice for villain and who changed the casting? Okay. Yes, now that's another big controversy. So, from the day they started off, Mohit Suri wanted only Varun Dhawan as the hero. And that was it. There was no other person ever going to be there. But then Karan Johar stepped in. And that's where we all know, you know, Karan's extra dosti with mm-hmm. uh, Siddharth Malhotra. He told Tanuj Garth, the CEO, that, listen, if this film is to be made, it is going to only be made with Siddharth Malhotra, no one else. And so, despite not wanting it, Siddharth Malhotra then ended up becoming the hero of villain because Siddharth wasn't supposed to be like the anti-hero. You know, he, according yeah. to Mohit also, he said he's a sweet boy, but he's not like my villain villain. Of course, things have changed as the shooting has gone on and they've got along very well. But that doesn't take from the fact that so many films, and this is not the only film, there were two, three other films that were being offered. So then what Karan came and offered Humpty Dumpty to Varun, which was a Dharma production. He said, okay, I'm sorry about that, but you do this now. So there's a lot of this little, you know, uh, undercurrent gets going on between Varun and Siddharth Malhotra. We want to see who's going to be a bigger star and also uh, there's a lot more than meets the eye. Well, Uncle Karan is meddling away, isn't he? Yes, he is. But, I, but you know, like I said, he's not really, uh, he's very transparent about it. It's not like he's hiding his emotions or anything. He's a very transparent person about it. That's what I respect him about. But uh, Siddharth needs to come to the party and really deliver. Because, uh, you know, Hasita Fasi was mostly about Pariniti Chopra. So mm. if Vilin does well, only then can he say that, yes, I'm a solo hero. Um, and Salil, finally, what did uh, Anushka Sharma do on the sets of Bombay Velvet? She howled and howled and howled. And so Virat Kohli, our Indian captain at that point of time, flew down for five days to Sri Lanka and spend time on the set, much to the annoyance of everybody else. Because after all, you know, a film star is a film star, but when a cricketing star comes to Sri Lanka, there's a difference, because cricket is like a religion in Sri Lanka as Mm. well. And apparently she was very, very upset with the way the, uh, you know, the entire industry, the people, everyone was lashing out to the way she looked. And, you know, so everyone was trying to console her. In fact, she even went to the extent, and this is what... That body, by the way, this body is on the set of Bombay Velvet. So I'm getting information straight from the horse's mouth. So he told me that she wanted to do corrective surgery once again to try and rectify the problem that has happened on her face. Oh dear. And then Virat said, no, no, let it go. It can get worse. And then they mentioned a few other names of other actresses that have had nightmares. And they said, you don't want to become like that. And then Anurag also said, dude, my film's continuity will go. You can't keep changing the way you look at my face. Salil, you are the only person that can take Anushka Sharma and the horse's mouth in the same sentence. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think it's so obvious and blatantly uh, silly for someone to assume otherwise that she's not had surgery. But it, it, it's hurting her because she's a very strong actress. But what she's also done is that she's also changed a lot as a person. She stopped listening to a lot of people. And she was very, very difficult on the sets of Bombay Velvet. You know, uh, apparently it seems that she has problems with too many things. And I think all these issues are coming about because 
she's feeling upset that she's not getting the due as the big actress that she should oh, be. I, see. I think she needs to chill out a little bit and maybe Virat being in her life and dealing with stardom of a different kind also will probably help her. Salil, thank you very, very much. Thank you. I hope I survive after everyone listens to what I've said. Salil <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jaria there giving us the lowdown from Mumbai. And of course, you can keep up with all things Filmy and Salil on his Twitter handle at Salil Jaria. So that's your lot for this weekend. Make sure you tune in next weekend from 10am. We'll be looking at Mehtera Hero. We have an interview with Mr. Pack himself, Varun Dhawan. For more star interviews and DJ mixes, head to bbc.co.uk slash Asian Network and look for the Rajan Pablo page. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for downloading from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, including Tommy Sandu's Best Bits, the official Asian download chart and Asian Network reports, log on to the BBC Asian Network website.